Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Morning, everybody. I got one person with their camera on. Come on, you guys, turn on your cameras. Engage, connect. We're going to be learning how to do a CMA using RPR. Um, RPR is something that the um, National Association of Realtors gives us as a bonus. It looks a little bit different depending on what uh, where you are, I've learned. So my interface might not look like yours does, but basically runs the same exact way. Is anyone else um, using RPR right now to do their CMAs? You are? Okay. All right. Awesome. So you can probably follow right along. Um, so I'm going to share my screen. Autumn, do I have permission to share my screen? No. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So when going into RPR, uh, the first thing, if you're not using RPR yet, the first thing you're going to want to do is create your account. To do that, you're going to need to go and uh, make sure you find your nerds number. They're going to need all that good stuff. And you're going to need to make sure that all of your information is correct, where your, uh, what your brokerage is, all your contact info, because it will show on the report. So RPR can do a lot of cool things for buyers and sellers, but for this uh, call, we're going to do just learn how to do a CMA. That's all. Maybe we'll do more with other features of RPR, but this CMA I find is the most accurate I've ever used, but it is a little tricky. So there's a little learning curve to it. So for today, uh, we're going to do uh, a property that I've already worked on. And this is here in my area. So when you enter an address, it's going to pull up the property and it's going to pull up all of the information about the property and what's called the RVM. The RVM is what the computer is valuing the property at based on different algorithms. And this is a much more accurate algorithm than say a Zestimate or others, just simply because they're using MLS data and they, they write it on a confidence scale here. So over here, you'll see how confident they are with that number, right? So if for whatever reason, you've got a one star here, that means you really need to go in and adjust the valuation on your own and make sure you're comfortable with it. But usually it's either a four or a five in my experience. So like I said, the RVR is a great, RVM is a great place to start if you're just trying to value a property. Maybe if you're mailing somebody a property report and not doing a true CMA. But what you always wanna do is you always wanna make sure you look at the details and make sure everything's correct. Um, I'm sorry, not, the, not those details. Hold on one second, let me go back. These are the details of the RVM and what properties they used. Okay, the, the details I was talking about are the details of the house. Okay, so we're gonna go here and check all the details and make sure everything that we know of is correct about the house. So for this one, the only one I had to make an adjustment with was the bedrooms. But sometimes the public record is way off and you really have to go in and make those adjustments because what will happen is once you make those adjustments, the value might change. And that's what was called the refined value, which is over here, okay? Okay, so here we're gonna go, we're gonna do our CMA. 
Okay. And it's going to bring it to a step-by-step process. Okay. Now, we already confirmed the Holmes facts, but if you didn't do it previously on that screen, you can do it here. Again, it gives you another chance to do that. So you'll go through and make sure everything is correct, whether or not it has a garage, make sure you know all of the data from the public record is correct. So here, once you're done, you're gonna hit confirm facts and close. Okay, so now we're gonna search for comps, okay? So like I said, I've already done this one, but I'm gonna go back and show you what I did. RPR will search for you. If you like, you can search by using criteria over here, or you can search by using just a, a map uh, shape, if you'd like. Or if you know of a specific property that may be a, a comp and not listed here, you can add it yourself manually. I find that RPR doesn't tend to pull up all of the properties that I want to use. And sometimes when I use RPR to um, do it automatically with criteria, there's some that are still there that they could have pulled, but they didn't. So what I do is I always go to my MLS and it's an extra step that you, you don't have to do, but just so that I have enough properties to use in the comps, I go to my MLS and I put in some criteria of my own in my MLS and come up with a list of MLS numbers if they're not shown there. It's just kind of like an extra uh, step. So I get my MLS numbers and I put them in here and then they end up here as you put in each one. Okay, is everybody following me about that? About the um, criteria here? Okay. So you can put any criteria you want and you can put keywords. The only thing you really can't do here, and that's another reason why I go back to my MLS is that you cannot put a style of a house here. So I, I like to search if I'm pricing out a ranch, obviously I'm not gonna comp it with you know a colonial. So because you can't make that distinction here, you can, just go to your MLS and get them from there. But otherwise, if, if you're in an area where all the houses are similar, that this might work perfectly for you. Okay, so we have our comps. And what we wanna do is we wanna edit our comps now, okay? So we're gonna go back to our, our checklist and we're gonna, make adjustments for our comps, okay? So, now this is the part that can get a little tricky. And what helps is if, what I, when I first started, I got a list of improvement valuations. In other words, um, what would an updated bathroom, how much value would that add to the house? How much value does a garage add to a house? I know them now, so I don't need it, but if you're just starting out using this tool and you're not, you know, you don't have much knowledge about that, then I would definitely get a list and put it together of uh, home improvement valuations. So here, what we did is it lists every property side by side in a grid form, and you can determine which one you want to show first in what order. When you pull from the MLS, it will 
bring in all of the MLS photos too. And so you can make them bigger if you like, which I can't see, so I always do. But here it's gonna show you all of the comp information side by side. So this house, this particular house, I hadn't seen yet, right? This was a blind CMA. I knew that it had five bedrooms. But what I didn't know is if the bedrooms were really bedrooms, if they had a closet and they were, it can be used as a bedroom. But the homeowner told me that they were bedrooms. So I went on her word. But so I didn't adjust these rooms. I just left it the way it is until I saw it. So you see how it has these numbers here, uh, 7,500. So Banking on the fact that it probably wasn't a five bedroom truly because it's a very small house. I assumed that it's probably a four bedroom. So I adjusted these three bedrooms up to 400. And so how you do that is you get how much value does a, an extra bedroom add to a house? And that's about $7,500 here where I'm at, okay? So what you do to make this adjustment equal to the comp I should just put four here for this purpose I was actually right by the way when I went to see the house <laughs> so um so what we do to make this adjustment correct is you're going to add here 7500 so I did that across the board because all of these comps were three bedrooms and this is really helpful when you can't find any comps this allows you to pull houses that are similar uh, but not exactly the same, right? So that you can make these adjustments. Here's another one. This house, my subject, has only one full bath, okay? This comp has an extra half bath. So an extra half bath around here is about $8,500 of extra value. So what we're gonna do instead of adding it, we're gonna subtract it and go negative. And that will automatically show in the red. So does, does everybody understand that? What we're doing is we're adding if the subject property has more or we're subtracting if the comp has more. Does that make sense? Everybody? It's a quiet group today. Um, okay, so moving on. So you go down and you make your adjustments Okay, I don't normally adjust for land, especially if I haven't seen it. And here, land isn't really a big factor anyway, but if you're in an area where acreage is something that's really important, then you'd wanna make sure you do a formula how to adjust your comps for acreage. Also, when there's similar in square footage, I don't make any adjustments here either. They're all pretty similar, but if it was a pretty drastic difference, then you would do the price per square foot and make your adjustments there, okay? So we're gonna scroll down. Now, one thing that these comps have that mine don't, or the subject does not, is central air. Because believe it or not, up here in Massachusetts, some houses still don't have central air. So we're gonna subtract, right? Because the comps have central air, but my subject does not have central air. So we're gonna subtract, it's about a 40,000 valuation. 
we're going to subtract. Oops. Make sure you hit the minus sign because that's what makes it uh, red. Okay. Now, and what we want to do to get to that fourth comp is we're just going to go up here and hit next so that that fourth comp shows. Okay. So we're okay with the bathroom here. We added the fourth bedroom. Square footage is good. And this one also has central air. Okay. So everything else looks great. This is correct. It's all finished. These all have finished basements. So it looks like we're in good shape. Now, if you're sending this to somebody and you're not going to present it, I always add whatever I made my adjustment for. I'll add it here. Adjustment made for extra um, or lack of bedroom and addition of, oops, oh. There we go. All right. So I include that in my report. I'm not gonna do it for all of these, but I would normally if I were sending it to a, a potential seller. So down here, you're gonna see where it made its adjustments. And this comp weighting thing is, is, this is really something that's used by appraisers. This particular report that we're doing is really very close to an appraisal report by making all these adjustments. So this comp weighting is how similar our comps are to the subject property. You can manually change this if you feel that one, it, it, you know, if this is a little off, but I always just keep it equal. And I let the computer do it, the weighting itself, because I it, it's just way too complicated. <laughs> so here we come back to where it ended up. Okay, that's where the, the after all of our adjustments, that's where our valuation is. Now we're going to hit update valuation and close. Now, the only thing we have left to do is actually create the report and figure out how many pages we want to include. I'm going to go there in a second. But before I move on, I want to show you up here that there are two options, right, to do a sales or a CMA. So what's the difference? This comparative analysis is a much less detailed version of what we just did. So if you're not comfortable making adjustments like that, or if you're not sure of what the valuations would be or how much improvements would, would add, then you can do a comparative analysis, analysis like this. And I'm just gonna show it to you really quickly what the difference is. Okay, same thing, we're gonna go all the way through here, confirm facts. All right, we're gonna find comps. We're gonna use the same comps that we just used rather than have to look for new ones. Okay, same thing, we're gonna to go to adjust comps. Now, here's the difference. Instead, you aren't, we aren't able to make adjustments with this one. Instead, what we can do is answer this question, how does the property compare to the subject? So instead of getting detailed, we're just saying, okay, well, this one has one less bedroom, 
but it does have central air. So, you know what? It's actually probably a little bit better because central air is, is a, a big deal here. People, we want central air, right? So I would say over the one bedroom, it's going to be a little bit better. Same thing because the central air. Now, if this one didn't have, if they didn't have central air, then I would have probably put it one down. But you just have to use your judgment. And that is why right there, I do it the other way because I feel like it's a lot more accurate because it's hard to judge. I mean, what if, what if my um, subject didn't have central air, but it had this beautiful updated kitchen in bathrooms, you know, so it would be difficult to determine, you know, which really is better and to who, you know, cause it's really subjective in my opinion. So I always use the other one, but like I said, this is a lot, it takes less time and it's good for, for you if you're uncomfortable making those adjustments, okay? So let's go back and we're gonna go back to our sales comparison analysis. Okay, now we're gonna hit create report. Okay, and here's where you're gonna select what your report is gonna look like, okay? So I use the valuation workbook. You could use a seller's report, you could use a property report, but this one is the best one. But what you wanna make sure you do is you wanna open it up and see if you left, when you first come in here, everything is gonna be checked and it will be about 60 pages, right? It, it's too much. So what I do is I come in here and I say, okay, well, what, what do I really need? So, it, and this is up to you. This sometimes doesn't even have anything. It's just whatever they can find on record. If the property had been sold previously and there were pictures online, it will pull. So I don't really ever use that. These map layers, it probably depends on what area you're in and whether or not they would be helpful to the seller. Here, they're not really that helpful. Um, so I don't use them. But again, it's, it's up to you. It it's just can get overwhelming with so much information. So here, this would pull any, you know, whatever history of each comp that you use, which is maybe the seller doesn't really need to know that. And here, if you see you hover over the eye, it will show you what exactly it looks like okay um now the other thing is local market conditions if you include all of these it is going to pull every single home on the market whether it's a comp or not and it can get to be depending on where you are again it can get to be a lot so I never use these. This is almost like saying that, you know, don't, I'm not going to do my own comps. I'm just going to let you pull them and do what you want without me even having anything to do with it. So there's really no point in having this in here. Um, sometimes I do market activity snapshot. Let's say I want to include that. Um, this just gives them like an overview of it. It doesn't show them every single house. Okay. And then about our PR and our data, I never use that either. Okay. So once you've decided what you want to include in your report, 
you can either um, email your report directly to your seller, or you can run it and send it as a PDF, okay? So I usually run it because I'm gonna be meeting with them in person. And it takes about, I don't know, maybe two minutes to run. And when it's done, it will give you a little uh, doorbell sound, which you'll probably hear in one second. Actually, it might not, because I already really ran it yesterday, so. Now, if you email it to them, it, it's really a cool little interactive thing that they get. Um, let's see if I can fake it to myself so I can show you that part. It's, it's, I kind of like it better. There it is, that's the doorbell, okay. So let's see what it looks like. Okay. Oh, hold on one second. Oh my goodness, my the Zoom bar is in my way. Hold on one second. Okay. All right. So this is what it looks like for anybody that's never seen one. Can you see my screen? The is it a blank screen right now? Can somebody answer me? <laughs> um, what are you looking at on my screen? Is it RPR still or is it a blank screen? It's a blank screen. It's just a clear place. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, it's I don't know my computer's slow. Maybe because of all of my open windows. Okay, so this is what it looks like. It will have your company up here. That's why you wanna make sure in all of your information here, that's why you wanna make sure that they have the right logo. Your, you know, all of your company information is correct, your email and your website. Okay, so this is what it looks like. It's a pretty impressive CMA in my opinion. If I got this as a seller, I would feel like it was pretty accurate because it shows you, okay, this is where the, the RVM was, which is interesting, right? But the RVM wasn't making the adjustments that we made, right? So after making those adjustments and seeing that the, all the comps had central air, it, 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 took it, it not, took it down a notch. But even in this market, you know, it's probably going to end up somewhere here because if we listed at 550, it's going to, houses are still selling way over asking here. So I would... If I were listing this house, which I am going to, I would suggest that we list on the top end of this price range, maybe around 575. And I bet you anything that we're going to end up close to that number because that's where the other ones ended up after selling. Does that make sense? So, yeah, I would advise my seller, you know, this is sort of where it wants you to be, but given this market and how thing, there's no inventory we're going to go somewhere in the higher end of this range. <clears throat> okay, so this will show you all of the data we put in. <clears throat> and show you the overview of the house. And this is all of their property history, all of, all of the um, assessments. And then it just shows you every um, 
comp like we did it a snapshot of what we did with the adjustments but it will go through and show them each comp individually and all the pictures of the comps okay but if we scroll down to the end it's taking a minute to load here Curious to see what your thoughts are on these prices. I don't know where you all are from. <clears throat> um, but this tiny little ranch, look at uh, not even um, updated or anything is over 600,000. It's crazy to me. Um, okay. Yeah, but this one. Okay. Sorry, it's taking forever to load these pages. I don't know why here. Almost done. <laughs> All right, so here's what I wanted to show you. This is the local market condition summary. So if you want to include it, this is a nice thing to show your seller what the um, you know, local absorption rate is and uh, you know all of the detailed information about the current market, median sales price, you know, listing price, housing supply. I think this is a really cool thing to include. Um, and it, like it, you can see, it even breaks it down last three months, four to six months, into up to 12 months. Okay. And that's it. So the last page is it just gives you, this is the current market snapshot, how many active listings expired and et cetera. And the last page of it is just all of this extra information about this, our um, EXPs, affiliates, I guess is the word for it. I'm not really sure what to call these, but yours would look different if you're not with the EXP. I don't think that you would have this page. So that is a CMA using RPR. Does anybody have any questions that I can answer? We have a couple minutes left. No, no questions. How effective has this been for you in the past? I love it. It's been great. And you know what I used to use is um, Cloud CMA. Right. And I liked that too, because you're still able to make adjustments on it. Not as detailed as this. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Cloud CMA now um, gives information your sellers. If you run a Cloud CMA, it gives your seller information to um, iBuyers, so they'll get they'll get contacted by iBuyers. Oh, yeah. So that's what that is what made me stop using Cloud CMA because I really liked it. But when I found out that our pair was free, I said, right. "Well, I'm gonna, I'm going to try this." And yeah, it's been great. I, people really like it. And I think that if you take the time to go in and make those adjustments, it shows, I think it gives you more credibility that the seller thinks, wow, this person you know, really knows uh, you know, what adds what value, what improvements add how much value. And in the current market, I think it makes you look more knowledgeable by making those adjustments. Um, where did I take the adjustment value? There's no tool. You mean, are you asking how do I know how much to add 
uh, for say central air or garage? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, okay. No, there's really no tool. What I did was I just looked it up in my area. I did research and I made myself a spreadsheet for you know what improvements add what, whether it be a one car garage, a two car garage, a finished basement, central air. And I just compiled a little worksheet. So that, and that will vary, I think, on what area you're in. So that's what I would do if I were you is just, um, or even if you have, uh, you know, friends or fellow agents that are contractors, ask them. They know everything about that stuff. So um, I think they yourself- print that on Angie's list. And uh, I think you can just Google it and find different. Uh, I know there's different websites that. That's what I did. I Googled it and I um, put it all together in like a little spreadsheet. Yeah, Google it. You'll find it. But if there's something missing, like if there's something you're not sure about, then I would just, if you know a local contractor, ask them. Yeah, as long as it's close, it's all that really matters, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. And there's so many things that will vary, um, like uh, location-based, I think. So that's why you want to just make sure you look it up for your specific area when you're searching. So is RPR, was it pretty accurate for your closed prices? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Plus <laughs> our market is crazy right now, but yeah, it's, it's very accurate. I find it to be more accurate than um, if I'm looking up, uh, I don't know if you use Homebot. Do you know, do you use Homebot? It's another valuation tool. Yeah. Not, not yet. I'm thinking about okay. it, but I haven't done it yet. So HomeBot just provides a valuation just like RPR just did. And, um, you know, this estimate, I find that RPR is the most accurate of the, of the ones that I've seen. Well, they usually so. give two, right? RVM and AVM and AVM is automated and RVM is act like actual value. So it's. It, yeah, RVM it's a real true valuation model. And they right. also do the refined value after you. The refined you go value. And make, yeah. Yeah. That makes the biggest difference, I think. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thank you everybody for coming. Um, nobody has any more questions. I guess that's that's it, right, Autumn? We done? <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. Have an awesome day. I'll see you next time. You too. Thank you. Okay. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.